Yeah, yeah. So what are you having me come over here for again? Because Thomas doesn't know how to do anything right? Yeah, Thomas said he had trouble shutting the lid. We thought you might be able to help, so... Well, duh. This is obviously a job for a pro. <laughs> Thomas pranked you good, man! Thomas did this? Yeah, he also told us to tell you that you should think twice about pranking him again. Thomas did this? Uh, muscle man? Welcome back, everybody. To the Excellent Podcast, this is the show where we sit down and watch every single episode of Regular Show and give you a breakdown. I'm your co-host, Jason. And I am your other co-host, Josh. And Josh, today we are going to be talking about starter packs. Starter packs of what kind? There's, there's a um, lot of starter packs. Starter packs can mean a lot of things, actually. So when I hear starter pack, my mind immediately goes to that meme where it's like, this person's starter pack. Oh. Oh, yeah, I remember those. Um, I'm trying to think of an, an example. Like, um, let's say Rigby's starter pack would be <laughs> a trampoline, uh, sleeping in a pile of laundry, slacking yeah. off, eating mm-hmm. jelly donuts or whatever. And oh, what, Mor- what, what, what would Mordecai's be? Yeah. Um, Margaret. Margaret, coffee. Uh, coffee his comb that he uses for his hair uh a golf Uh, cart golf cart that's also good what is it only limited to four things um uh, i technically no but usually in like the meme format it they put like four panels in there Mm -hmm. but we are recording this on november 28th so yeah it's cold so, um, a starter pack for living in the Midwest would be... Oh, yeah, snow. 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 Um, I remember in one year, it was like a- the mid-April, and it was still, like, snowing outside. Ooh, yeah, that was... I did it... I, when was that? How long ago was that? Was it back when we were in high school? We had a polar vortex. It was pretty bad oh. in eighth grade. Ah, yeah, I do. And actually, last winter was, I I think it was, like, the warmest winter that uh, Chicago had seen in, like, many years. I actually do remember that, because I remember barely, actually, no, not even having a hoodie or sweater. I was just in my regular, like, t-shirt, jeans, shoes, and I was fine. In December or January, I forgot which month. Yeah. Uh, Josh, if I were to make a starter pack for you, I would give you... Funko Pops, mm-hmm. since you have a million of them. I would yep. give you coffee. I'm drinking some right now. Yeah. Um, I feel like I would picture you in that red flannel that you have. Oh, uh, you know what? I thought I lost it a while back, but <laughs> I still have it somewhere. Okay. And um, I'm trying to think of the last thing. I guess uh, I guess a PC setup with a bunch of RGB lights. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll take those. All right. W- w- what do you have for me? Uh, I would put a Shure mic or just any like studio mic. All right, I'm using one right now. Um, I'd also say the red flannel because I I still have the picture of us in matching red flannels back in school. Uh, yeah, I remember it was Valentine's Day that day, and we both <laughs> wore the same exact outfit. <laughs> we did. Um, what else? I do want to see your glasses, like your uh, Casey Neistat glasses, because I remember you wore those a lot during uh, sunny days. 
I I haven't worn those in forever. Yeah. Um, of the time. I would say like black clothing because you do wear a lot of black. Yeah, my my main like base color is black. Which isn't a bad thing. Yeah. But I mean, when it comes to like <laughs> summer or hotter weather, it it will get a lot warmer. Yeah, that is true. So yeah, those are some starter packs that we think of each other and characters in regular show. And in this episode, Thomas is the park's starter pack. Because as we know, the new character Thomas works as a park intern to gain credit for school. Um, But it's never actually revealed what his college major is. So we could only try to guess what he majored in. Because Josh, I believe you have something to quiz me on today. I do, Jason. Okay. And today, I am going to quiz you on the top five uh, most majored, most majored, major. no, fuck. What? Most, most like, uh, famous college majors? Yes, most famous college majors. Okay, I'm going to go psychology. Um... That is number three. I had to Ooh. be speci- I had to be specific because the website that you sent me, I for- let me see where it was at. Uh, this is coming off of collegetransitions.com. Um, I'm gonna guess marketing. Uh, marketing is number one. So really, it, it okay. falls under the business major. Okay, so like business marketing, yes, finance and stuff, finance, okay. accounting, entrepreneurship, all that. Okay, so obviously there's. There's a good amount of, like, STEM yes. here. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go uh, computer science. Actually, I, I did make a mistake, actually. Okay. Um, psychology is actually number six. Shit. <laughs> so, okay, you so... do have number one, though. Oh, um, nurses and doctors. That is number two. Okay. So, the medical field is, is that one. Oh, uh, engineer. That is number four. Okay. So I already, I knocked out the two uh, Asian parents major. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. Hmm. All right. Uh, what's number three? Number three is social sciences and history. So like history majors, sociology, oh, uh, okay. anthropo- anthropology, anthropology, econo- anthropology, economics, political science, that sort of stuff. Maybe like okay. being like Judge Judy. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and what am I missing? Just four? You are missing number five. Oh, five? Okay. Um, what, what does it, like, have to do with? I guess that's kind of the answer, but... It, uh, I, another freshman hint. science class. Freshman science class. Oh, uh, biology. Yes. Really? I, f- I feel like, uh, people would major in, like... Eh, no, I guess it makes sense. I was gonna say chemistry, but I don't know. Uh, biochemistry is part of it. Oh, yeah, biochem. Alright, so yeah. what are, what are the top five most majored in majors so so starting from number five it it's biology and then engineering uh three social sciences and history two health professions like nurses and number one is business okay so i was kind of close with psychology because at my school uh we're known for either our well we're known for our stem program or like liberal arts you know yeah yeah and then after that i'd probably say um our athletic program and then our performing arts maybe i don't know who knows. you have an athletic program like i all i see is the football field and then i barely 
hear anything about the, the school. Well, if you if you look into North Central College sports, you're one thousand percent gonna see the football team first because we are two time and working on three time reigning national champions. So oh, in a row. Uh, well, um, twenty nineteen we won. Twenty twenty right. was the COVID year. Yeah. Twenty twenty one, we were runner ups, and of course, that had to happen uh, in my senior year. Mm-hmm. What a great freaking way to close off my ten year <laughs> marching band career. Not anyway. Oh. Twenty twenty two, we won, and then uh, this season we're currently undefeated, and we're okay. you know set to win. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's and, um, pretty good. Some of our uh, MVPs and like previous players are have either been drafted or current prospects for the NFL. So that's really cool. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, NCAA D3, if you guys are interested in that. Hey guys, it's Jason from the future. I thought it would be cool to record a little segment after the national championship game to tell you guys the results. And North Central just lost by one point. It was 38 to 37. Gosh, that sucks. So, Josh, I am looking at the list of the top five most uh, highest grossing Star Wars films. Is and this I want like, you to guess them. Is it like every single Star Wars film that's been made? Yeah, so this includes like the, the Clone Wars. It includes like oh, Solo God. and everything. Is Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens on there? Force Awakens is number one. It's yeah, 2.5 billion. That's what I remember. I remember watching uh, the trailer in like one of my classes in school because the teacher was so hyped about it mm-hmm. um okay what about oh my god i this is kind of per, this is a personal bias but is a, episode two attack of the clones on there attack of the clones is not there uh-uh Damn. okay what about star wars the clone wars movie the clone wars movie is not on in the top five really okay whatever episode three revenge of the sith revenge of the sith is at number seven what oh my god which uh, obviously that deserves to be a little higher up a little bit yeah um episode four a new hope a new hope falls at number three grossing at okay. 1.8 billion i'll take it um what about episode five empire strikes back Empire Strikes Back is number two, one point nine billion. Okay, those ones I I kind of figured. Um, so what so you do have I the top, need? Yeah, you have the top three. You just need four and five. Um, is is Episode Six Return of the Jedi? That is actually number six. Uh, oh wow! So you were you were close. Return is number six. What was the one where Princess Leia died? I forgot. It was Episode Eight. Last Jedi. The Last Jedi, thank you. Yes. Last Jedi is number five. Oh my god. Grossing 1.6 billion. What about episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker? Rise of Skywalker did not make the top five. Thank goodness. Yep. Um, <laughs> Ray Skywalker. Uh, stop. Um, okay, I'm gonna... I know... I'm gonna throw it out there, even though I know the answer is probably not on there, but episode one, The Phantom Menace... You are actually correct. Phantom Menace is number four. What? Oh, that's actually really cool. 1.7 billion. So, wow. the list goes, number five is Last Jedi. Then it goes Phantom Menace, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, 
and Force Awakens is number one. Honestly, I'm surprised Rogue One didn't make it up there. Dude, it's Rogue One in the top ten. That is an S tier Star Wars movie. I love Rogue One. I like Rogue One as well. Uh, I think for me personally, uh, Solo was pretty underrated. Yeah, um, I'm looking at the list. Solo was number eleven. Oh. No, Attack of the Clones that ended up being number ten. Oh, okay. And then Rogue One was number eight. Uh, people need to appreciate Rogue One a little bit more. Just saying. Yeah, it's really good. I remember my first time ever watching it. Uh, spoilers, obviously. At the final scene of Darth Vader going through the hallway, I was like, oh, I I could already see where this is going. You know, I kind of want to see if uh, Jen knows Star Wars. Jen's my girlfriend, by the way. Uh, I haven't actually asked her this. I should later. Hmm. Yeah, you should see what her rankings are. Yeah, not only of her rankings, but if she's seen them, because I know <laughs> that uh, there, I know there's some people that haven't seen Star Wars before, and I'm just, I just question what what they've been doing with their life. Right. Yeah, I CJ has seen like some of them, but not all. Yeah. Okay. That's that's fine. Well, uh, thank you again to the Makeshift Project uh, for giving us the inspiration to guess top fives. Uh, I feel like they're always like very interesting to kind of dive into create oh, yeah, the discussion. So that's mm-hmm. fun. Uh, but before we get into season four, episode two, we're going to jump to regular chat, regular chat. We're breaking down the show. So we'll open up the internet. We'll ask them what they know. Hey, I never get to write in. That's what we'll see. It's a regular show on chat GPT. It's time for a regular chat. Sit down for a regular chat and stop. Welcome to regular chat. This is a pre-segment to the show where we say, Hey, ChatGPT, what happens in the regular show episode, Starter Pack? In the regular show episode, Starter Pack, Mordecai and Rigby discover a video game console with a Starter Pack game. As they play, they realize that the game has real-life consequences affecting their surroundings and friends. The duo faces challenges within the game that spill into reality, and they must navigate through the chaos they unintentionally unleashed. Starter Pack combines the elements of humor, adventure, and the unexpected as Mordo and Riggs grapple with the consequences of their gaming choices. Alright, so... That sounds like (laughs) the plot of a movie somewhere. We are going to channel that for now and see at the end if ChatGPT was accurate or inaccurate. I think you guys already know the answer. Let's get on with the episode. So, we begin today's episode immediately with a song. This is Toast of the Town by Motley Crue, 1981. If um, you follow us on Twitter, you might know that I love Motley Crue. Me and Jake from Schwam went to go see them live in think last year so it's pretty cool that they got into a regular show episode we begin with the new character thomas driving to his new internship at the park he has a license plate called that's named chillaxin and a bumper sticker that says interns do it for free and we get like this little montage shot of him pulling up to the park him getting out and you could kind of tell that he's excited to start on his new job uh, Mordecai and Rigby are raking leaves and then notice that Thomas has uh, stopped in and then everyone from the park gets up to him and kind of greets him. And they're all um, kind of like shaking hands. Benson gives him his first assignment, which is raking leaves. And 
Muscle Man kind of daps him up to welcome him to the park, which is cool. <laughs> and then um, while Muscle Man is dapping up Thomas, he secretly puts a, a name tag on Thomas's shirt that says, Hello, my name is Starter Pack. And everyone's kind of like laughing at this, even Thomas's. Um, and then we kind of get into this montage where basically they're pranking the new guy at work. Thomas is collecting leaves and then he kind of walks up uh, to the cart with the big bag. But then Mordecai kind of like drives away with it, slows down to let Thomas catch up. But he basically doesn't let Thomas get in the cart. Um, next, we clock wipe over and Thomas is eating some chips on break. And then he gets blown in the face uh, by Skips, who has a leaf blower. Um, if that was me, I'd be worried about losing my head, but you know, <laughs> uh, there I will able to laugh at that next Thomas is painting the shed, which I believe this is the same shed from think positive. The one that Mordecai so. Rigby crashed through. I was going to say either that or like the, the one where Rigby says his name backwards in front of the mirror. As Thomas is painting, it's like very sweltering hot outside. So pops brings him a, an ice cold glass of lemonade Thomas takes it, and then as he's sipping, he notices that Pops' hand is still holding on to the glass, and it kind of fell off of Pops' arm. Pops falls to his knees because he just lost his hand, and then, but then as he's holding his sleeve, he slowly pops his real hand out, so it was just a fake hand that he pranked Thomas with. And then everyone's laughing, and he's being greeted by Benson, Mordecai, Rigby, and Skips. Um, Benson's like, all right, Thomas, you've made it through initiation week. Welcome to the park. And then, yeah, uh, Thomas is a, an official character. So before we move on to the next scene, what, what are what are your thoughts on Thomas? He seems pretty, uh, really relaxed, pretty chill, chill dude. But I can see myself hanging out with him, honestly. Yeah, I, I could see him kind of being like a co-worker that I could chill with, grab lunch yeah. with. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I remember, what's up? I was going to ask, like, the scene where Pops, like, does a fake hand. Have you ever tried doing that but with, like, your hoodie? So you just don't... So you put your hand in your hoodie, right? And then yeah. you stick the nub of your... Uh, oh, or the backhand yeah. of your of your hand and just kind of... like... To make it look it like there's just, like, a stump hanging there. Yeah. I remember doing that a lot in middle school. <laughs> that's funny. That, that's like a classic prank to do. I remember as a kid, Thomas ended up being like one of my favorites for a short while. Is it because he's relatable? Um, it was mainly probably because I was just excited to get a new character. It's, ah. it's always cool to see someone new joining the main cast, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like how when Poof uh, got added to the Fairly Odd Parents, it's like, oh, it's a new character and we're going to be seeing them in every episode now i just realized that it was cosmo who got pregnant oh. not wanda yeah what the hell was that all about i mean if it happens it happens fun fact uh thomas is actually voiced by roger craig smith who voices several characters in the show and hmm. he's he's also the voice of sonic the hedgehog if you didn't know that and they actually make a reference to that because thomas wears the same exact shoes as sonic does he yeah, um, we'll see it in the next scene, but I kind of like how in the last episode we were introduced to Thomas, but it was kind of during battle, but now we get to see who this guy is in day-to-day -day life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm very so. interested to see. Yeah, so why, why don't you go ahead? So we cut to the next day 
we have a still shot of the park house. Muscle Man, High Five Ghost, Mortal and Riggs are sitting on the park at the park house's steps, waiting for I guess a morning meeting. And Thomas walks up saying, Hey guys. Everybody else greets Thomas. Uh and Muscle Man says, Yo, Thomas, I saved you a seat right next to me, bro. Thomas walks up the steps and says, Oh, thanks, Muscle Man. And as he's about to take a seat, the floorboard instantly cracks and Thomas falls right into it. Muscle Man laughs and says, Oh, the old the old loose floorboard gag. They fall for every time. Get it? Fall for it. And he continues <laughs> to laugh. And then he questions Thomas. So what do you think of that starter pack? Uh, Thomas just chuckles it off and says, Dude, that's so lame. That joke really fell flat. And as he's about to repeat the punchline, he completely falls through the floorboard. And I'm guessing that leads to the cellar or to the basement of the house. Dude, he li- literally fell into the deck and he's like under <laughs> the house now. <laughs> Wouldn't that be like if he got seriously hurt? That would be considered like work, uh, workers' comp, right? Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. I'd imagine so. Hmm. So this, the, this makes Muscle Man laugh even harder, and this kind of Mordecai sees this and says, "Dude, Muscle Man, Thomas's initiation is over. Stop! You gotta prank. You can't prank him anymore." But uh, Muscle Man being the prankster that he is, he loves pranks. He says, it's not over till I say it's over, ladies. And as far as I'm concerned, his initiation has just begun. Then he kind of looks over to where Thomas fell through and he says, right, starter pack. And as Thomas pops his head out from the floorboard, Muscle Man farts right into his face. And... Thomas is so is disgusted by it. He's like, oh man, dude, that's sick. My mouth was open. Muscle Man and Fires run off. Uh, Muscle Man says, woo! And Mordecai is talking to Rigby as he's staring at Muscle Man running off. And he says, dude, you gotta stop Muscle Man from pranking Thomas. And then we clock wipe to the next scene. Uh-huh. So, um, the next scene consists of... Thomas and Muscle Man just like raking leaves together. Uh, Mordecai and Rigby kind of check in on the two and they're like, hey, Thomas, uh, how you doing? Is everything cool? And then Thomas is all like, yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Hey, Muscle Man's not pranking you anymore, is he? Says Rigby. Um, Thomas is all like, nah, he's been really cool. He said I could drive the cart later. And then Muscle Man says, hey, Thomas, heads up. And he tosses him a a can of soda. Uh, Thomas kind of like catches it. He's like, whoa. Oh, thanks, man. And then he opens it, and then the soda kind of explodes in Thomas's face because Muscle Man probably shook it up first. Uh, after it, like, kind of drips off of him, Thomas is all like, huh, nice try, Muscle Man, but I still got a free soda. And he takes a sip out of it, and then when he pulls the can away, there's, like, a big dark marker ring around his mouth. Um, so that's another prank that Muscle Man did. Uh, Muscle Man is laughing at this, and he's like, ha, and now you got a free starter pack stash. And then Thomas kind of looks at his mouth, and he's like, wow, funny. <laughs> um, Mordecai's like, ah, oh, enough with the pranks. It's getting old, dude. Muscle Man's all like, 
chill out, dude. Learn to take a joke like my buddy Thomas and pats him on the back. Um, and then Thomas, he, he continues to shrug it off. He's all like, yeah, it's not like I'll be an intern forever. Um, but then Mordecai and Rigby are still disapproving of this. Muscle Man walks off, be like, yeah, let's go, Thomas, and pats him on the back. And then as he's patting him on the back, he puts a kick me sign behind him. And then they kind of do like do a donut in the cart to drive away. Next, we go to uh, Skips's house because Mordecai and Rigby uh, show up and they're like, Skips, we, there was something that we got to ask you. And Skips is all like, oh, let me guess. You want Muscle Man to stop pranking Thomas? And Mordecai's all like, yeah, how'd you know? And Skips is all like, I could sense your compassion for him. Mordecai goes into it being all like, Muscle Man's taking this initiation thing way too far. No one's stopping him. And then Skips is all like, guys, I know you're looking out for Thomas, but you gotta let him fight his own battle. Then all of a sudden, we could hear Muscle Man outside the window going, woohoo! Uh, the three of them look outside on what the hell is going on. We could see Thomas just like walking in the field. And then behind him... Muscle Man and Fives are like speeding up to next to Thomas in the cart. And then <laughs> Muscle Man says, Fives, take the wheel. And then Muscle Man kind of like leans to the side out of the cart and gives him a drive by atomic wedgie. And this wedgie is huge. Like Thomas's underwear is literally like hooked over his goat horns on his head. And then Muscle Man kind of like taunts and yells at him as he's like speeding away in the cart. And Skips gets low to this, and he's like, <laughs> what? It was funny, because Mordecai and Rigby are just like, bro, really? Uh, and then Skips is all like, yeah, see, look, Thomas is cool with it. And then we could see Thomas on the ground, and he's like, oh, I should have gone commando. Which, um, I'm not sure if that qualifies as an adult joke. I just noticed that now. Uh, but, I don't know. Maybe. Back to the scene where Muscle Man puts the kick me sign on Thomas's back. Have you yeah. ever done that before to somebody, or has someone did that to you? Um, I remember someone did that to me in sixth grade. Um, it oh didn't say God. kick me, but um, I it was like uh, there was this kid in my class. Like he yelled like this like annoying phrase at me. It was it wasn't anything bad. It was just like one of those like what are those phrases or whatever. Oh, okay. And um, and it, it annoyed the shit out of me whenever he said it. So he. I, he wrote whatever phrase it was on the paper and stuck it on my back. <laughs> I remember um, actually doing that to people. <laughs> I remember um, at work, at my old work, we used to have like these stickers that we gave to guests. Mm-hmm. And there was like this group of friends that came in and then um, all of the friends kept putting the stickers on their one friend's back. Oh and then I, I got wind of this. And so I was being the cool employee and I put one on him too. And then all <laughs> of the friends got, they loved it. <laughs> that's actually really funny uh but yeah i do the same thing at my work or people do that to me as well but i mean i don't do it as often anymore but my co- i think just recently one of my coworkers did it to me and i was just like oh that's funny uh but no it's like it's just like those little harmless pranks that you do to your coworkers just to get a, to get a little bit of enjoyment during the day yeah true Mm-hmm. So in the next scene, we see Thomas sitting on top of a park on a park table, eating a what looks to be a PB and J sandwich. And I'm guessing that's his lunch. 
uh, Mordecai and Rigby walk up to Thomas and they say, Hey, Thomas, can we uh, talk to you for a sec? Uh, Thomas agrees and says, Yeah, guys, what's up? Mordecai explains that uh, that they've been watching Muscle Man prank him from some time and it's kind of getting out of hand. Uh, and they explain to him that he can stop him, but you have to prank him back. Thomas says, No, I can't prank him back. He's my superior. But uh, Mordecai says, don't you get it? Muscle Man's taking advantage of you because you're new. And that you have to stick up for yourself and fight for your rights. Thomas says, fight? No, no, look guys, I appreciate you looking out for me. But there's no hard feelings. It's best to just leave it alone. And he gets up from the park table and, and walks off. And we get a quick little scene of Thomas with the atomic... Uh, Wedgie's still hanging off from his butt. Hmm. And Mordecai and Rigby just both go, Ugh! Rigby says, don't worry. I've got an idea. And then we clockwipe into the park, into the park house, and they're in Benson's office talking to him. And then Benson starts saying, so let me get this straight. You want me to stop Muscleman from pranking Thomas, even though Thomas doesn't mind it? Uh, Mordecai and Rigby say, yeah, basically. Uh, Benson denies this by saying, no. If Thomas is okay with it, why interfere? <laughs> Mordecai says, because he doesn't know what he's getting into. And being pranked by Muscle Man is all time the worst. You don't know what it's like, man. Uh, and that they beg Benson to do something. Uh, Benson kind of just sighs, knowing that he's not going to convince him otherwise and he says all right all right i'll think of something then we clock wipe a little bit later into the living room downstairs uh muscle man rigby and mordecai are sitting in the couch while benson is standing next to them and he says thanks for coming muscle man because some employees have come forward with complaints and he see mordecai and rigby give a <laughs> while looking at muscle man who's looking all um <laughs> smug like he has his frowny face he has his arms crossed and everything dude this is a discord profile right here i just noticed uh, <laughs> how muscle man looks he is looking so salty right now if i have the chance to i'll probably clip it and then send it over to like jacob or someone to make it his profile picture because I feel like he could no 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 maybe even Ralph because he can make that face pretty well. Yeah, actually that is one of Ralph's most common faces. Because <laughs> it's um, so good. If you want to see the face, uh it is at 502 in regular show. Benson says, because some people have uh come forward with complaints, I'm gonna play this tape that reviews the park's policies on pranking. Watch it and then get back to work. And Benson kind of hits play in the VCR and turns on the TV. And then Muscle Man, he's not really taking it seriously. He's all like, oh, sweet, it's a movie. Um, it starts with one of them, like, countdown from five, because it's like an old VHS. Um, and then we get started with, like, this generic, like, work training videos. We've all had to do this before, and I, I had a question about that later on. Okay. Um, so it's called pranking in the workplace and we basically get like a shot of like your average like office 
uh, where people are like dressed nice, probably like Dunder Mifflin. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a narrator that says, "Good times at the office. Just keep on rolling when there's pranks around." And then there's this one guy, uh, one office employee who's just standing there, and his friend kind of sneaks up on him and pants him. And it's not really funny, but Muscle Man is getting a wind out of this. He's like slapping his knee, and he's like, ah! and then Mordecai and Rigby are like, "That's okay. It's not really funny, but." Um, but what happens when pranking goes wrong? Let's watch Keith to find out. Uh, Keith apparently is standing by the cop- copy machine, and then his coworker says, "Hey, Keith!" And Keith looks over, and he gets a pie to the face. Uh, another coworker goes up and pants him again and pushes him uh, through a doorway, which leads out into the stairs. Um, and then we could see Keith proceed to just fall comedically fall from the third floor down the stairwell past the second floor all the way down to the first and somehow he falls and like stumbles outside of the building and then there's like a huge like patch of banana peels on the ground so Keith slips on that that makes him fall into the street and then he fucking gets run over and hit by a coach bus (laughs) um and then we cut to Keith's funeral, um, because apparently he's dead, but Keith is not actually dead. He gets out of his coffin, he's like, wait, I'm not actually dead. But then his coworkers, they kind of press a button, which launches the coffin into a big field and makes it explode. And um, this is basically like, you know that meme where it's like, hey, chill bro, it's just a prank the prank. That's basically what's going on. The narrator says, we call this over pranking. It's when too much of a good thing goes bad. And then Muscleman's he, he says like, oh, wow, this movie's the best. I can't wait to try these pranks out. <laughs> Yo, Thomas, get me some popcorn. And then Thomas immediately, he's all like, coming. He runs into the room, but then he trips on a um, on a rope that Muscleman tied in the doorway. And Muscleman, once again, is like kind of like slapping his knee. And without another word, Mordecai says to Rigby, dude, snack bar now. Um, so, yeah, we've all had to watch those generic work training videos. Did you have to do those ever? Yeah, I did. Like, I, ha- I actually have to do those every, like, I think every six months to a year, I think. Like, I have to rewatch the same video just for... um. For like purposes that I remember that I need to do these proper things before, you know, just, just it's just formality stuff. Yeah, is it one of those things where it's like your manager is all like, hey, like, I know you don't need to watch this. I, I've seen how you perform at work. You already know everything in the video, but just because of the rules, you have to watch it. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, I remember when I used to work at Walmart, you had to complete these things called Pathways. um it's it's weird it's basically where you have to take like a like a course on how to be a a walmart associate and then you have to take a quiz but nobody ever pays attention during the lesson so it's you do that thing where you like click random buttons on the quiz until you get the passing grade yeah um (laughs) we also had to watch safety training videos for college and there was this one le- there was this one lesson where it taught you like um how to be safe at a party and they taught you how to measure shots correctly. Well, that's <laughs> convenient, but I guess that's helpful. 
Like, for example, they said, like, uh, a pint of beer is not the same thing as, like, a pint of whiskey. No yeah, shit, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I guess college students, like, didn't, like, since if you're a freshman, you don't understand that concept yet. Because the alcohol content is more, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just thought of this now. When I was working at uh, the John Hancock, so we had to scan people's tickets with, like, this little, like, electronic scanner thing. Mm-hmm. And it was, I think it was because we were high up, but it kept like kind of like crapping out on us and it would never connect and stuff. And it always like slowed down the ticket line. Oh. Um, there was this one guy where um, he didn't really give a shit. So he was just like scanning tickets to be like scan, scan, scan. And he didn't even like let it load. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently because he did that, there was like 200 tickets at the end of the day that oh weren't God. put into the system and i think we like we might have like lost money from that mm-hmm. um so the next the next week when we come into work we uh get our schedule for the day and we see his name in the schedule and there's a little like t next to his name for training oh um, he, he had been working there for like 8 months already but he was put in retraining because he fucked up the system i would have thought like it, the t meant terminated like as in fire you oh oh no no yeah but yeah, we've. Um, I haven't been there in like a little bit over a year, but apparently a lot of people have gotten like either moved on or fired since then. I remember so. falling asleep in one of the training videos. Dude, yeah, th- those training videos like they're so bad. They're, oh my god, I remember. It, I remember watching a video of like in case the place got robbed, and the acting was so horrible that I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> I it's remember, that bad. Yeah, and there was like um I remember there was an assembly that we had to go to. It was our senior year and we had to watch um we had to watch like this presentation like skit on um on like what to do if there's an active shooter. Yeah. Um which obviously you take it serious, but the acting was so terrible. Like I remember that uh there were the kid in the video, like he like turns around the corner, he sees a guy in broad daylight with a gun, mm-hmm. and f- somehow he's the only person that's seeing it, even though he's carrying an entire ass gun in the hallway around everyone. And then without another word, the student kind of just like and like turns around and walks away, and then the huh. entire auditorium laughed. Oh my god! <laughs> Please don't tell me like the, that video was made by the students. No, nah, it was like made by some like generic like PSA company or whatever. I'm sure if you and me made a, a PSA video, we would probably do it a lot better. Yeah. Um, every single time I had to make a video for school, I, I always did it, whether it be like a class presentation. Um, I think I did a video for like our school newspaper like mm-hmm. once. Mm-hmm. And um, I, um, you know, it's it's a good way to kind of get your channel out there to your students. Of course. Um, do you know that uh, YouTuber Plain Rock 124 Sounds familiar. He he's like this this Asian kid and he he like smashes consoles for fun and things. Do we know him? No, he he's like semi famous. Oh, okay. Um but yeah, he uh I remember he has a video where it's like uh my my school reacts to my videos. Um oh. where he basically did what I said where he he had to like make a a video that was shown in a, an assembly. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I just ha- I have to imagine that's pretty cool. The entire school seeing your videos. I remember. Oh no, wait, never mind. 
it was mo when I still made videos around the time we were, in, we were in school. I remember never wanting to share them because of how insecure I was about them. Even though I would like making them, I did not want to share them. <sighs> See, that's the hard thing about um, making videos is that you when you make videos like you kind of like you think to yourself that they deserve a million views but you they really don't and then you all but you also kind of understand that so it's like hey like watch my channel and subscribe to me but like don't you know yeah <laughs> oh you know what speaking of channel what was that was that you i think i asked you this before but was that you who posted that uh video of me doing the in my dumb intro on our channel because i feel like it was you <laughs> so there's um if you're subscribed to the Schwam channel um at the time of this recording there's a video where um one of josh's videos on his personal channel was like clipped and um there's like an overlay of robbie rotten from lazy town being <laughs> like don't let your kids watch this and <laughs> who do you think did it i think it was you because no one else has the time to do that <laughs> literally i thought of it like i was just chilling at home and i thought of the the idea and it was it's so fucking stupid but it's hilarious and i i, I made it and then i just uploaded it and then like a couple hours later you text the group chat be like who the hell did this <laughs> it currently it is sitting at 127 views hey enjoy the free upload amen <laughs> so. yeah because we, we haven't done that in a while oh that's another that's thing true. Uh, I did say after Thanksgiving, we should pick out names for Secret Santa. Yes, we're going to have to get to that. Um, yeah. One more thing about... Oh, so do you remember uh, Falcon TV? Yeah, yeah, I do, actually. So at our middle school, uh, our mascot was uh, the Falcon. And we had a weekly um, like news channel called Falcon TV, where a select group of students basically just like, made a weekly newscast they like they like filmed it and they edited it and then they put it out to the entire school and it was actually like a cool thing it was um it was like a good way for like the entire school to like stay updated on like upcoming events this and that mm -hmm. and then they also uh shared extracurriculars that students were doing and um one of my friends um their name was ethan and I was in percussion with them. And we always like to play the Super Mario theme song um, during class. And since Ethan was a part of Falcon TV, he was all like, oh, hey, uh, let's let's um, I'm going to film you and um, like playing Super Mario and I'll put it in the next episode. And I was like, oh, this is super cool. I'm going to be like the entire school is going to see me playing like a really cool song that everyone's familiar with. Um, how about the next week when my video gets put in? The episode freezes and it it's just like a still shot of me for like two minutes <laughs> just there and um you know here i am being all like oh i was looking forward to it being like oh i can't wait to, for everyone to see me play i'll be so famous this and that so fucking lame um and then instead i i got people in the hallway being like oh hey you were the guy in falcon tv but the video froze and it was all awkward and the vi oh, the entire God. class was just staring at your face for two minutes <laughs> and the entire school saw it and i was like well fuck <laughs> you thought it was a good idea but it turned out not to be yeah so yeah i remember actually audit are trying out or auditioning for 
uh, Falcon TV. Didn't get it. Yeah, I didn't get it either. Um, it was run by this teacher named, I, I want to say her name was Miss Gruka or something. That sounds about right. And coincidentally, all of the students that were accepted into Falcon TV were only students of hers. So Yeah, that and I think they were mostly popular kids. That Yeah, that is true. That That's all I can remember. Like, I guess recognizable people, which is mm-hmm. lame. Yeah. Anyways, back to the episode. Yeah, watch the Schwam Squad instead. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyways, so we cut over to the snack bar. Rigby is tying together uh, a couple of trash bins, and he talks over, or he talks down to Mordecai, who's holding a ladder, and he says, "Are you sure this is gonna work?" Uh, Mordecai says, "Like, yeah, man, it's totally gonna work. All we gotta do is prank Muscle Man and tell him that Thomas did it." That way, he'll respect him for standing up for himself, and he'll stop pranking him. And then Rigby agrees and says, love it. I hope Muscle Man is ready to get trashed on by Thomas. And they both give off the second. <laughs> In my so, notes. Uh, yeah, well, what do you have for your note? In my notes, I was like, would this be two and three or just two? I, I had that same exact note. Um, It kind of... Because they kind of go back and forth with each other. Mordecai hums, Rigby hums, and then they hum together. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure that would be two, and I think that's how we've counted it before. Yeah, I'll take it as a two. Okay, yeah, put down the list. We cut to a little bit, a little bit after that whole exchange. Mordecai and Rigby bring Muscle Man back to the snack bar, and he questions him. So why did you ask me to come over here again? Because Thomas doesn't know how to do anything right. Mordecai says, like, yeah, Thomas said he had trouble shutting the lid. We thought that you might be able to help. And Muscle Man says, like, uh, duh, this is obviously a job for a pro. So he goes over to the open trash lid, closes the lid. But as soon as he closes the trash lid, the trash cans that Rigby set up on the snack bar roof falls on top of Muscle Man, and we get a quick little second of Mordecai Rigby snickering to themselves, laughing about it. Muscle Man climbs out of the pile of garbage. He says, oh, what the? Mordecai Rigby both laugh really hard, and Rigby says, Thomas pranked you good, man. Muscle Man says, Thomas did this? Mordecai goes on to say, yeah, he also told us to tell you that you should think twice about pranking him again. And then this is where the regular show scene changes from normal colors to red. And Muscle Man repeats what he said last time. He says, Thomas did this, but in a more anger, angrily voice. Uh, Mordecai and Rigby stop laughing and stop smiling. And they say, uh, Muscle Man? And this causes Muscle Man to burst out of the pile of trash in anger. And, and he starts screaming. He says, he thinks he can prank his superior and get away with it? And he grunts over, and he grunts and turns around back to the dumpster and smashes it. And he says, and he looks back at Mordecai Rigby and says, he wished, he's going to wish he was never born. And he screams out to Thomas and starts running into the distance, squealing, trying to look for him. And Mordecai Rigby get a little shock look. And they quickly go over to wherever Thomas is. You gotta get out of here, man. 
But Thomas is confused. Rigby continues on saying, Muscle Man is looking for you and he's really mad at you. And Thomas is getting, is starting to get worried. He says, whoa, what are you talking about? Mordecai explains to him saying that, well, we kind of dumped trash on him and said that you did it. And then from the distance, we hear Muscle Man screaming out Thomas's name. And the three start running away and they kind of hide behind a giant boulder. And then Thomas starts talking to Mordecai and Rigby saying, can we just talk to him? But the rock that they're hiding behind starts lifting up. And we see that it was Muscle Man who lifts up this giant boulder. Muscle Man is about to throw this boulder at Thomas, Mordecai, and Rigby as they're screaming. But they run away. You know, it's kind of crazy that, um, I mean, I guess we could expect it from Muscle Man. That oh, yeah. Th- this, oh, this is just like everyday scenario for Muscle Man. Cause, this um, is nothing for him. Yeah, well, he's always freaking terrorizing the place, <laughs> but that's nothing compared to what he's about to do. Um, so Muscle Man chased the three into a parking lot, and uh, they're still running. And um, Mordecai says, come on, guys, this way. And Muscle Man's kind of like grunting and looking all around, be like, where'd they go? Where'd they go? Um, Mordecai, Rigby, and Thomas are hiding um, in front of like a car to take cover. Uh, Thomas notices that his car is parked in the corner um, of the lot. And so Mordecai says, Thomas, go. Muscle Man just needs time to cool off. And then Thomas is all like, but but Mordecai says like, no, just get out of here. Go. And without another word, Thomas just like runs. And then all of a sudden, uh, the car that they're hiding behind gets picked up by Muscle Man. And then he like kind of throws it to the side. And he's like, where's Thomas? And then we cut to Thomas in his car, and he can't start the engine. It's, like, making, like, an engine sputtering sound, which is, like, the typical, like, chase scene movie trope where it's, like, your damn car just won't start. Um, (laughs) Muscle Man sees him, and he's like, Thomas. And then he runs towards him, and then we get, like, a shot from inside the car where Thomas finally is able to back out and then, like, drive off. And... Thomas was parked next to, like, this shed, and Muscle Man goes to it and picks up the building and rips it out of the ground over his head. And uh, Mordecai and Rigby try to, like, uh, calm Muscle Man down, grabbing him by the arms, but then Muscle Man kind of, like, pushes them off. And holding the shed over his head, he's chasing after Thomas in his car, and he's actually kind of able to keep up. Uh, Rigby's all like, dude, we gotta tell him that it was our fault, come on! And so Thomas is finally uh, turned out of the park and he's uh, heading towards the city. And the muscle man, still in red lighting, says, Interns gotta learn not to prank their superiors. And then he starts to do like this little spin move, uh, holding the, the shed out with one hand. And um, while he's doing it, Mordecai and Rigby try to... Uh, calm him down be like muscle man thomas didn't prank you but muscle man isn't listening at all and he throws the shed and it's going airborne right towards thomas mordecai in slow motion yells it was us and then we get an aerial shot of the shed just flying towards the car muscle man is still grunting and then mordecai and rigby are like no and the shed falls right on top of Thomas's car with Thomas inside of it. 
and it completely totals the car and the shed is broken as well and then it ends off with a small explosion rigby says oh no what did we do mordecai is like we just killed thomas oh thomas was right we should have left it alone and now he's dead because of us then muscle man walks up to them and he's smiling he says well then maybe you should tell thomas you're sorry yo thomas and then all of a sudden, the light goes back to normal. Thomas just comes right out of the bushes from hiding. And then Mordecai and Rigby are all like, what? And Thomas goes to Muscle Man and be like, did it work? Did I do it right? Muscle Man daps him up being like, yeah, you did. Those losers totally bought it. Mordecai and Rigby are like, wait, you're alive? And Muscle Man's like, yeah, he's alive. And he's a bona fide prankster. Congratulations, Thomas. You're no longer a starter pack. And Thomas is like, well, thanks. And Mordecai and Rigby are like, yeah, congratulations, Thomas. I hope it was worth getting your car totaled. And the muscle man's all like, eh, don't worry, Thomas. It just needs a little body work. And then all of a sudden, we get a huge explosion from the car. And it bursts into flames. Um... <laughs> Muscle Man kind of takes off his shirt and, like, whips it around like yeah, he always does. And he's like, woo, later, grandmas. And he leaves. Mordecai and Rigby are all annoyed. They're all like, yeah, later, Thomas. <laughs> Thomas is left alone outside of the park. His cell phone rings again. And he's all like, oh, uh, hey, mom. Yeah, yeah, everything's going great. Uh, is it cool if I borrow your car tomorrow? We cut to black, thus ending the episode. Oh, wow. Damn. Uh, real quick, I noted that um, when Muscle Man twirls around his shirt at 1042, the okay. animation looks it looks slightly different. You know what I noticed as well? Huh. When Muscle Man is, like, tossing trees at them, it looks it looks like the his hands and arms were made a little bit longer just so it can fit the trees. Yeah, true. A lot of like different animation things that they have to kind of hop over yeah to to do um but yeah that <laughs> that was pretty crazy that, that this is such like a typical muscle man moment where not only does he terrorize the park but he gets a prank out of it i feel like that's a whole uh if it's like a muscle man centered episode it has to do with like pranking or relationships you know what I yeah I also noticed that um it's cool how Thomas kind of serves as like a new like person for Muscle Man to push around. Yeah, instead of it being Mordecai and Rigby all the time. Yeah, I mean because Thomas is kind of taking on the role of the unpaid intern. That is, he his job is to just go on coffee runs, stay quiet during meetings, not making a sound. Mm-hmm. Because he's an unpaid intern. I don't know what that was about, but you do you, man. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> what why the don't we... hell was that? <laughs> it was a Bo Burnham reference. You don't know that one? I know Bo Burnham, but I didn't know that. <laughs> okay, anyway, lunchtime. Lunchtime! Lunchtime. Have you eaten anything like side now? Have you? Um, I had. Well, first of all, I had like freaking five hours of sleep last night, probably less. Okay. Um, 
I had half of a mini pizza today, um, mm. and I had a cup of coffee. But mm. I'm probably gonna have the other half of the pizza after we get done recording. Okay. But anyway, so uh, I'm gonna go to the fan wiki of this episode. I totally forgot to do that. A little bit of trivia for you guys: This is the first regular length episode of season four because obviously we had Exit Nine B. Here's Starter Pack, and you know, we immediately go to Terror Tales of the Park in the next one, so that's another special. Episode connections, when Muscle Man is doing his little spin throw of the shed, he does that same exact move in Grave Sights when he's throwing the um, the shot put. Oh yeah, that's what I noticed as well, like, Muscle Man does a lot of, like, Olympic-style um, throwing, like he did when you said the, was it shot put? Shot put, yeah. Shot but yeah, and like some javelin throwing with the trees. Oh yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, pop culture references. The song that plays at the beginning is Toast of the Town by Motley Crue off of their album Too Fast, Too Fast for Love. I think Jake would enjoy this episode. Uh, oh yeah. Just for that. Yeah, totally. And production notes, this episode received 1.8 million viewers, a significant drop from last episode's ratings. Um, I mean, that was that's kind of given because they kind of heavily advertised Exit 9B, and it was a special, and it was the season premiere. So, And I would I'd, I'd say, like, it's because they're, like, you can't have too much weekly viewers. Yes. Yeah, like that. Sorry. Um, well, good thing the next episode is Territories of the Park 2 and a little sneak peek to next week. That is the number one um, most viewed episode it's of a regular really? show. Like yeah, of all time? Like in, yeah, in the entire series. At least what like when it was airing. I gotta, I gotta see it again to mm-hmm. make sure I'm remembering correctly. Right. So with that, Josh, why don't you take us through lunchtime? So... In the season four, episode three, starter pack, who was a protagonist of the episode? I would say that it is Mordecai and Rigby, and Thomas is a supporting character. I'd say I'd say that too. Thomas mm-hmm. was, yeah, Thomas was was a very big supporting character. So then, who was the antagonist of the episode? Uh, clearly and obviously, it is Muscle Man. Would you say Thomas as well because he helped? Um. I, I don't know. Maybe he was like pressured into doing it because he's like kind of like the new guy. Muscle Man is his superior. I guess. Yeah, nah. Mostly Muscle Man then. Yeah. Uh, how many O's or hmms did you find in this episode? So there were zero O's in this episode, but there were three hmms. I thought we agreed on two. Oh, wait. Yeah, never mind. I'm sorry. But, but then I'm the, dumb. there was that extra one. Yeah. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, there's three. Uh, were there any adult jokes that you caught? Um, unless if you're counting that little commando thing, uh, I didn't really count any serious adult jokes. Uh, were there any iconic regular show moments in this episode? Anything that could be deemed as iconic? Probably not. I don't think I could find any. Okay. Or that I could think of any. Yeah. Uh, I know we already covered this, but were there any real life licensed music used in this episode? Yes, there was Toast of the Town, Motley Crue, 1981. 81, damn. Um, so then, on a scale of 1 to 5, how would you rate this episode based on memorability? Or how would you rate it on memorability? Mm, you know, I probably gave us a, a 3. 
I would also give this a three, actually. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, kind of just coming out of, like, one of the best episodes ever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of in the middle. It is. It is kind of mid. So then would you say this is a skip or a must-watch episode? Well, I put that it was a must-watch in the sense of getting more introduced to Thomas. You kind of need this for, like, his introduction. Yeah. Um, and the reason I say that is because following this episode he kind of just disappears into the background so this is like one of your not the only chance to see thomas but like in depth this is like yeah one of them. yeah i agree so so then would you say this is a good or a bad episode uh i thought this was good what? i also thought it was good like it wasn't bad at all what? again compared to exit 9b this is more of a relaxed grounded episode Mm-hmm. you know what was different about it is because usually the villain is like some like supernatural alien but this time yeah. it was just rampaging muscle man yeah it was just it was just our co-worker <laughs> so in the end we have 105 o's and 72 hmms in total for the entirety of regular show and now that we've broken down the show josh would you say that chat gpt gave an accurate or inaccurate description of this hell episode no. hell no what <laughs> No, it said that um, Mordecai and Rigby are playing a video game called Starter Pack, and then it comes to life. That that's not it at all. (laughs) Does Chat GPT even know who Thomas is? Um. Well, that's why exactly we asked them because they definitely did not get that right. So, all right. Well. Thank you guys so much for listening to our breakdown of Starter Pack. Again, that was Season 4, Episode 2. Um, if you want to know what we are doing when we are not recording, you could follow us on our Twitter, which is at ExcellentPod. Uh, you could see our more of our Schwam videos. Again, like we were saying, we have that uh, Josh video that I've secretly uploaded. Um, <laughs> you could find that, uh, that channel description down below. And... Well, uh, what, what do I what do I plug here? I, I forgot. I can plug my Twitch. I've been streaming a little bit now. Every yes. Sunday, I play on a Valorant premiere team, so you can watch us do that. Uh huh. And there... sometimes other Schwam members hop into those games. Oh yeah, that too. You can see Ralph. He, I think the last time he streamed was yesterday or two days ago. It was Fortnite. Yep. Very cool. Um, and on our Twitter, we occasionally uh, retweet some of those links of like Josh's stream. So mm-hmm. definitely check that out. All right. So thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you guys in the next episode. Now get back to work or you are fired. I'm going to prank you very brutally. Fucking starter pack. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>